0: what is up podcast families chasing Jeremy here with episode two on anger I am so excited about this episode are you excited Jeremy yes sir we've been preparing for this all week not just on paper but in real life <laughs> anger comes what every day if we let it mm-hmm. to the point to where man it can control your life and and that's a struggle that I've I can say I've shared. And it's a struggle that I'm sure millions and millions of other people out there have struggled with too. And anger doesn't have to be something that is a physical violence. Anger can be something that is just a mental, a mental, just strain on you. And Jeremy and I are going to talk about that. We're going to go through, and we're going to go through scripture. We're going to go through questions that were asked on the Facebook page. And we're just going to clear the air. We're going to hopefully by the time we're done speaking on anger. We all have a different respect for anger, not not for the anger, but for how we can resolve it, and how it affects people around us. Yes, absolutely.
1: How to react? Um, uh, I dealt with it today. I mean, there's things every day that I, I mean, that that are there that are laid out to anger you, to upset you, to make you um, react differently than we normally should. Is, is followers of Christ, and these are things and topics we're going to try to talk about and find better ways to react to these situations so that when it comes to a situation that angers you, we can be more like Christ and do the things that he would have us do instead of what the world or our flesh wants to do.
0: That's it. And the key is, is we want this show to be as real as it can get. The same struggles that Christians don't talk about, because we feel like we're under this constant reminder that we have to be perfect like christ was well the thing is we're not and we never will be but that is a goal to to move forward to is to be christ-like but we will never be christ we will never be what he was because he is the perfect image of the father he even god even even jesus said why do you call me good only the father is good so what does that say about us we're gonna go in and we're gonna explain these things, but we're gonna ask you right now to uh, go ahead and if whatever platform you're listening to this through, go ahead and like, subscribe, and go ahead and rate it for share us. It. Give us some feedback, share it. And and hopefully this touches someone else's heart and we can and we can go from there. But we have we went on Facebook and we asked our, our Facebook family that what questions would you have on anger that we can plug into our podcast? And we have some of those questions, and Jeremy has wrote some of them down. And and I'm going to ask Jeremy to go ahead and and ask ask one of those questions.
1: Well, we have uh, Miss Christine. Uh, Her question was righteous anger. Do we overuse that phrase to try to justify it? And um, I put absolutely. Uh, I I think in order to really understand what righteous anger is, you have to kind of break that down. And the best way that I I found, because I'm, you know, I'm not a genius, so I try to put it down on my level and my beautiful wife helped me do this as well. So um one of the things we put down here was unrighteous anger is unrighteous anger seeks to hurt. Whereas righteous anger seeks to guide you to truth and love. And that's something that my my wife and I were talking about and she said I think one of the things she said was anger itself is not sinful, but the way you react upon it can be regardless of uh regardless of any good intentions you may have had. Um, I think we uh, had a scripture, uh, 1 Peter 3.15 uh, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as as holy always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you Yet do it with gentleness and respect And the way we paraphrase that is Although we are called to speak the truth We are to do so in gentleness and respect Um in regards to the question in righteous anger, I think when somebody is in an argument with someone or or something, I've got wrote down here that I started thinking of my own instances and my own examples in my life is, is I let pride creep up and pride up uh, pride will kill you, but I mean it'll take you out. And, but pride, when I when I let pride creep up, I start to think, well, I'm right. The other person I'm arguing with can't be right. or they've offended me, so you have the spirit of offense in there, but. I use well, pride creeps up, and I try to justify my actions or what I say. Mm-hmm. That what I'm saying, what I'm arguing with you is right. You're wrong, and it, and it can't be, and that you can't be right in that situation. So yeah, I think in order for some people to feel better and sleep at night, I think they absolutely do overuse the the term righteous anger because you really have to know what righteous anger is and how to how to categorize that as when you're upset. It, I think it's more of righteous anger is us not attacking the person, but attacking the sin. Yeah. You know, you don't want to attack the person to hurt their feelings and tell them what they're doing wrong, but the sinful nature that's going on, that is something that you're okay to be upset with. Yeah. You know, and, like, the second question we got was from Jessica. And it says, What is God's instruction on, on how to best handle anger? Um, and She gave me some scripture on that one as well when we were talking about it. It's uh, James one nineteen through twenty. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And I think that pretty much says, sums it up right there. It does,
0: and it answers your question too. The first question, um, the first, going back to the first question, talking about righteous anger, how you can see people going out and picketing and going out and slandering pastors who are preaching the Word of God, but they don't agree how they're preaching it. I see that all over. You can go on YouTube, you can find it daily. People constantly bashing pastors who claim to be pastors. I can go ahead and tell you, I don't agree with that. They want to talk about the wolf in sheep's clothing, but really, who is the wolf? Which one's the wolf? Is it the one who's sitting there bringing people to Christ? And, and not slandering their brother or sister in Christ who is trying to preach? Um, or is it the one who is going and trying to constantly attack those who they call false teachers? Because really, how much good can you do by claiming someone is a false teacher? It, because here's how I look at it. If you can always point people to Jesus, but when you're pointing at someone else, that's hard to do. It's really hard to do. And, in, and most of them don't know half of what these pastors preach about. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There are people out there who try to stir from the truth, from the gospel, from the grace of God, and from the truth of Jesus. But that is not what what we are trying to do. And that anger, which they call righteous, can become unrighteous when they're constantly pointing their fingers at other people instead of leading people to the one and only Christ Jesus. So that's on that one. We had another question that was uh, from my mother, and it is on here. But we're gonna go in and and talk about. I'll, I'll tell you my my issues with anger and my personal issues. I get I get angry at certain things and have to catch myself. Mm-hmm. I get angry about things and 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 try to figure out how to get out of that anger but it never really happens because i can sit there and i can i can stew i can stir it up like a stew just a mixing pot and constantly just putting adding stuff to it the anger which just feeds into it in james it talks about taking every thought captive and i believe that's what we need to do in this situation when it comes to anger we have to take the thought captive and discard it we have to we have to realize what it is and where it's from because it is unrighteous, the anger that we carry around that affects other people and doesn't direct them to Christ is unrighteous, and when you're sitting there and you're throwing stuff all in this mixing pot of anger, like jealousy, any kind of stuff, and all it does is just stir it up mm-hmm. i'll call I can call anybody who is not a brother and sister in Christ and someone that that really I know has not progressed enough, you know in the Word of God. And they can give me wrong answers and feed that all day long. They'll continue to stir that pot, and it'll make more anger. It'll it'll continue to breed on into more anger. But when I call a brother and sister who I trust in Christ to give me the Word of God, the actual tangible Word from the living Word of God, they can sit there and make me feel so much better about a situation that I was angry about and really, it was just the devil trying to get in and, and get into my ear, and just put words there that aren't. Whether it be on how you feel about yourself, whether it be on your marriage, your spouse, your kids. This is mm-hmm. stuff that we deal with on a daily basis.
1: Right. And I think what's important is when this anger strikes you, this this feeling, this this emotion that we get here on Earth. I mean, it's 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 how you deal with it. It's how you react. Uh, I'm not going to say that through your entire walk, you're never going to get angry. I think that's not going to happen. I think we're going to find things where the world's going to, they're, it's going to get involved. It's going to get in our way. It's going to trip us up, and we're going to be angry. But it's how we react to that situation that says who we are and where we are in
0: our walk. Yeah. And I found the question uh, from Rosa saying, she said, I know we are supposed to be slow to anger, which we just went through in James. It says, "But when is it okay to be angry?" That is a good question, mm-hmm. because the, all the stuff that I get angry about is not justifiable by any means. Right. And I, but
1: uh, one of the things we did say in here, though, is and in, in one of the other questions is, like she wants to know, when is it okay to be angry? And again, it's okay for us to feel that anger if one of our fellow followers of Christ are being persecuted. Yeah. We can be angry with the situation that's going on. And be upset, but also we have to lean on on God and God's promises in His Word. Uh, there's several things that I have to do. I mean, we want to talk about steps. We want to talk about which way we should take it. Again, I can't yeah. emphasize enough. We can be angry in situations such as the ones I just talked about, but it's it, it's all about how we handle that situation. We can be angry about the situation, but. Watch what we do. In Ephesians um, four twenty six, it says, uh, "Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sin go down on your anger, or yeah. the sin go down on your anger." I am sorry, uh, and do not give the devil an opportunity. So when we get mad and the way we
0: react, we are we are giving the devil a foothold or a, an oh, opportunity yeah. Absolutely.
1: to creep into our lives, which can be very dangerous.
0: That is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think what she's talking about here is when is it okay to be angry? And I guess the 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 thing is, is it is okay. You know it's a human emotion, and it's gonna happen. It's okay to get angry, but it's how we resolve it, and mm-hmm. it's how we deal with it. And and in this moment, it's like, in for instance, somebody makes you mad, and you wanna, and you just get angry, and you just stir up on it. You know that's not a, that's not a healthy anger. But when you get angry about what Jeremy's talking about persecution, or when something wrong happens, like your church is shut down because of COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. you know that's. It's okay to be frustrated in those situations. It really is, and we're going through similar situations every day. And,
1: we, yeah, it's okay to be angry, but uh, like I got a word from Greg Holders. Uh, the, the guy's name is Greg Holders, and his message: turning down the volume, for instance. Yeah. And one of the things he says in there that really struck me was, we can be angry, but realize your anger, stop it before it becomes destructive, repent, and seek to reconcile with uh, with those in your life. Uh, you know, I mean, it's. The first two steps is realize when you're angry, yeah. realize it, stop it immediately. If you just let it, let that emotion, and I've had that emotion hit me and hit me hard to where, it's like there is no stopping. It basically broke those gates, and there's, you know, you've got to chase it down. And if you don't chase it down fast enough, I mean, it's just, it, it can it can wreak havoc on your life, your That's relationships. True. And uh, once you've realized, okay, now I'm upset, you need to stop it before it becomes destructive. So if if in a time someone has said something and you're like, hold up, now I'm really mad. I'm really upset. If you've had time to say that in your head, it's now time to say, wait a minute. Okay, now I need to stop this. Because now what what I I could say, what I could do could cause irreparable damage to others, relationships, to uh, jobs. I mean, I've been in jobs where somebody said something, a boss said something to me that really upset me and my flesh wanted to lash out. But we can't do that. We can't do that because if I do that, what, else, what all is it going to damage? It's not it's only going to damage, damage my position there at work, but then if I lose my job, I lose my pay. If I lose my pay, I lose to be able to get food from my family. Mm-hmm. And then I cause a big issue at home to where we can't pay our bills, we can't eat. I'm now on the hunt for a job, and it's all because I could not control my yeah. own anger. That's
0: true. And people battle with that every day. But I like how in there he said, um, Repent. That's the key. Yes. That's the key to to opening ourselves up to God. It's not, he, he says in his word, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He doesn't. We leave and forsake him. And when we have things come between us and God, like it's anger, mm-hmm. when we allow things to come between us and our family, like anger, it puts a divide there and a wall that separates us from them, from God. From what we need to seek. We need to seek God first. We have to come in front of Him in forgiveness. So when I when I come before God, and it's so hard after you've been angry, it's so hard for me after I've been angry to come in front of God and be like, okay, God, and have a real conversation with Him. Have a loving conversation because I'm still stirring anger. Mm. But what I do is I try to go in front of Him, go, Lord, please forgive me for anything that is unrighteous that I have done to block me from You. To keep me from being able to come to you fully and truly, absolutely, that's what I do. But it's not; it doesn't just stop there. You have to go, and, and you have to like when it comes to your family, your kids. If there is an anger there, if you if there's been an argument, it is best to go to your kids and show them what repentance looks like. And and I'm not an expert at this, but I have started doing it. If if our kids, if my kids and I, if something happens with them and I have to go and and reconcile it, and if and if it was not a, the perfect way of resolving the situation. Then the best thing is to do is to go in there, talk to them about it, pray with them. All of us ask for forgiveness in that situation because we were not loving each other like we were supposed to. Right. And that is the best example you can set for your kids. And I'm not perfect because I've just now started doing this. It is a constant moving forward towards Christ and being more Christ-like. And the only way to do that is to realize that we're still in this flesh. Mm-hmm. We're it's going to we're going to mess up. But the key is is falling towards God and not away from him.
1: And like you said with the kids, I mean that's a that's a huge example because that those are your children. That's people you're, you're that's job aside. Yeah. This is my family. This is my family for life. God may have me out of that job tomorrow. mm mm-hmm. Mhm so when when you lash out or we lash out on our children we have to reestablish the good in that relationship because when you do that it's like driving a wedge into that relationship and if you don't pull that wedge out it will just sit there And and now you have a gap in that relationship and eventually it's going to get worse eventually you know the other half that doesn't have the wedge and it's going to get tired of supporting it and something's going to happen it could get worse um but yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Like you said, during those relationships, during those issues in the relationships, we do need to calm down, realize what happened, and come back and repent. That is a very good, very good point. But when I say repent, not only ask God for forgiveness, but those that you may have lashed out on or things like that. In order to really uh, like fix what you may have done when you're angry, is we need to go to those. Mm-hmm. Who, who we wronged and we feel like, okay, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that, go speak to them. Let them know, hey, look, I'm sorry I shouldn't have acted that way because that's a good way to reestablish that relationship and, and, and your first start on the path of, of, of trying to calm that anger down because the more you practice this, the faster you'll realize it. Uh, last night, uh, well, not last night, um, I think it was Wednesday night service uh, at my church. Our uh, pastor David Taylor used the term turnaround time. Mm-hmm. What is your turnaround time? Yeah, and I, I think that yeah, was very important when he described that. It's you know you're upset, but what is your turnaround time? Mm-hmm. You got mad at someone, but did you turn around quick and realize you got mad and was able to repent and fix that before mm-hmm. it got worse? And I was like, well, no. You know, my turnaround time is probably three days, right? <laughs> yeah. you know? But you got to work on that so that you know that turnaround time can can be instant, and, and you can stop that anger in its tracks. Cause if we give if we give it any traction, it's just gonna take
0: off. Yeah. So. And it's like you were talking about driving the wedge. The longer you wait, the more wedges you drive into mm-hmm. it. And and when people cut down trees, I'm no tree cutting expert by any means, cause I, I would end up dropping one on me. But <laughs> but I've seen guys go out there and they'll use wedges. They'll cut into the tree. They'll use wedges and they'll angle it which way they want it to fall. You know. But unfortunately. You know, we don't control those wedges. It's the enemy who comes in well, and, and controls those wedges and where they go. But he's sitting there. You'll cut in. You'll get cut into, and he'll shove a wedge in it. When you cut into your marriage, he shoves a wedge in it. Jack and if you don't take, yeah, and if you don't take control of that, he's going to have you leaning and falling whichever way he wants yeah. you to. And we, and we have to take captive those thoughts, and we have to get back in relations yeah. first off with God, because I didn't know how. To show any kind of love until I learned how to love Jesus first, right, right. and I had to keep going back to that. It's a constant, it's
1: oh, a yeah. constant thing. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it's it's a it's an, an attack, um, trying to put on us in any way, and uh, situations, and it seems like every time the the attack of trying to make you angry occurs, mm. it seems to be when you're around people, because the the enemy wants. To make you think, or wants uh, wants you to lash out in front of groups. So you know you're claiming, and everybody knows you're a follower of Christ, and you're trying to do right. But then you flip out and get angry, and everybody around you sees it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the enemy's going to come at you, especially in groups, because he wants you to lash out, and people to look at you and be like, "Well, I thought this man was, I thought this man was a follower of Christ. Why is he acting out? Why is he acting like that? That's that's not the way he should be doing."
0: Yeah, and people get angry you know frustrated for different things but the key is is how we control that anger right um and we're gonna keep going back to that because that's what affects your life we can only control ourselves we can't control anybody else around us i was a police officer for 11 years and even in that aspect of it you can't control anybody else truly you can't everybody has their own opinion they have their own thoughts they have everything that 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 they are that's who they are but we can't go in and control them physically or mentally they have to control themselves and and Jeremy and I we have to control ourselves when I get when I'm out there on the job and I start letting things get to me and I start letting it pile up and different things start coming at me left and right it seems like I'm under attack in my mind there can be absolutely nothing wrong, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who experience this a lot, especially followers in Christ, who you feel like you are on in a constant battle daily. And there's a reason. It's because you are. You are under constant reminder that there is an enemy out there. When when I described to the other the other day to one of my family members how they had just gotten saved, and and and, we, and I was talking to him and, and he said uh, things started happening, and i said, well now you've you've entered into a war that you knew nothing about when you received the Holy Spirit and you started following Jesus, you entered into a spiritual war that has been going on since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. That war, when you're brought into it, can take you off of your feet. That's why the majority of Christians, when they come into Christ and when they realize that they are sinners. And 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 they get conviction from the Holy Spirit. Immediately, the devil comes in and tries mm-hmm. to sweep their feet out from under them. And I've experienced that. Jeremy's experienced oh, yeah. that. Everybody, sure. yeah, everybody I know who has who has been put into this battle, had, is hit.
1: Well, and you know that's a common misconception of of okay, I'm going to go get my life right, and I'm going to give it all to Christ, and everything's going to be peachy, peachy, whatever that saying is. It's yeah. just going to be so much easier and. It's not. It's not. You you just You just stepped into a war, like you said, that you don't know anything about. I mean, you, this is what the word's for. It's what we gotta learn. It's what prayer's for. It's what leaning on leaning on Christ is for. or leaning on the Lord is. It, once you go up there and, and you make that commitment to Christ, you've just stepped onto a battlefield. Yep. You are not. It is not. Then gonna, you are not gonna be. It's not instant blessings from that point. Now, Lord blesses me a lot. Lord's blessed me with, with a beautiful family. Uh, I may not like the job I'm in, but he's blessed me with a job that supports my family, takes care of my family, allows me the time to do stuff such as this. Uh, but that is a very common misconception that I see, is that when a lot of people think that when they go down to that altar uh, or they wherever they're at, they give their life over to Christ and, and, and commit to... Uh, learning more and following him, they think, oh, it's going to be so much easier now, you know. He's going to give me a better job. He's going to give me a bigger house. He's gonna... That's not how that works. No. That's not, not at all. And, and as soon as they something happens, they get angry. And they immediately say, you know what, this ain't for me. It didn't work the way I thought it was. I'm out.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. And But here's the thing. I lived a sinful life for so long, and that didn't get me anywhere. You know, it didn't get me anywhere at all. It gave me fleshly desires in this earth that never amounted to anything. As soon as I came to Christ, for Mm -hmm. real, like really, dad, it gave my life to Christ. I started seeing changes, not just in me, but around me, in my family, in the way we think. When God starts renewing our minds, the anger is still going to be there, but it's not as often. You know, this downward spiral starts to slow down, mm-hmm. and I feel like it stops. Because once we stop pursuing the flesh and we start pursuing the spirit, God can do so much more with us. So you're already hitting into my
1: our uh, next episode. Oh you yeah? got to slow down, bro. Sorry, sorry, go.
0: Let me back up a minute. Get back on the topic of anger. Right. Okay. Jeremy's getting angry over there. I'm jumping into the next the next uh, episode. Yeah, well, yeah, no, slow down a okay. little bit, man. Okay, get back on the, get back on the subject. But with the anger, you was talking about how when you came to Christ, how the, you entered into the battle. Yes. And, and the battle is real. But here's yes. the thing. There is no place I would rather be. No. Yeah, and that reminds I me of that song, yeah. There's No Place I'd Rather You're Be. You're singing
1: a lot better than I would. Yeah. Unless I'm in the uh, truck. If I'm in the <laughs> truck, I might be able to
0: compete. Uh, but it's <laughs> true. I have so much more of a relationship with jesus now than i've ever had in my life mm-hmm. and uh he brings me to tears mm-hmm. and i can just melt just right there in front of, it's like it's almost like when i'm down on my knees and i am, am in the the presence of of the lord i feel like i am sitting at the feet of jesus it is humbling but what the devil tries to do is he tries to take us and he tries to use anger mm-hmm. He tries to use an emotion that can be used for righteousness, and he twists it mm. for the flesh because mm. that's what he's all about. he's all about confusion, and I don't know about you, but when I really get angry about something that that an offense is what it is yeah it's nothing more than that absolutely. but when I get angry about something so so petty, yeah I get confused it brings a confused absolutely. state of mind to me absolutely and I don't want to live in a confused state um. We're gonna keep on talking about stuff like this, but we really want your feedback. We really want your questions. Uh, go in, and you can find us on Facebook. You can go and ask us questions. Um, we'll look at them, and we're gonna we'll plug them in. Jeremy's gonna to talk to you about what the what the next episode's gonna be. And we just pray that you got something out of this. We're gonna pray real quick, and we're gonna pray peace over you, and we're gonna pray that that anger leaves. In the name of Jesus. So right now, Lord, we pray to you. We thank you. We want to give ourselves as an offering to you. We ask you, Lord, anyone out there who is suffering with anger, whichever way it may come at them, Lord. Whichever way the enemy may be coming at them, whether it be pain, whether they're really irritated because of pain. I feel like there's a lot of people out there with that I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are in a relationship right now that it just feels toxic at the time. Lord, we pray that to be anointed and mended in in You, Lord. That that be brought to You. And that their anger that is building up in that wedge that is being drawn between them, that You, Lord, You go in and replace that. That You control the situation like only You can. That the enemy flees at Your name. That your name may be claimed, be proclaimed in their bodies and in their minds. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. I ask you right now that you go and you touch that one. That one right now who is afflicted with pain. That is making them extremely t- irritated all the time. Lord, I feel right now in your spirit that they are afflicted and that that is in the legs. It is in the legs. Every time they take a step, they are hurting, Lord. That you go in and you mend that in the name of Jesus. That they are completely healed right now. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. We we thank you and praise you for that. Any children, any children who are having who are having anger issues right now, that you go in and you and you tear that demon out of them, that you tear that that spirit of anger out of them, Lord, and that you give them a humble sense of being, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. I touch back what you said on um, you get confused and and that's a big thing. You um. When you get angry, it almost like it, it puts a haze over that communication or that line of communication with, with with Christ. He He wants you to chill out. He wants you to calm down. But it's almost like you put blinders on. Yeah. You know, like when they put the blinders on the horses in town, it's because they want them to focus only on what's in front of them, not mm-hmm. what's around them. And and in anger, that puts it's like what they call it when we were working at the jail. It was um a uh, uh, tunnel vision. Yeah. tunnel vision when someone or something makes you angry all you see is red all you see mm-hmm. is that and, and, and you want to retaliate and you know he says it even in the Bible that you know don't that's not for you no that's for me mm-hmm. you know and so when we just all we hope when that we pray is that from this you kind of hear a little bit we didn't go really far in depth in it um, but realize when you're getting angry and stop yeah. pray to the Lord Seek the Lord in that moment before you respond. That's going to be one of the most important things to do because it's so easy to destroy something that you spent a lot of time to build from one episode of Lashing Out in yeah. so, Anger. And
0: I'm going to go in here and I'm going to give you a, a bit of scripture from Psalms 37.8. It says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil doings anger, anger only leads to evil and and after Jeremy talks about what's going to happen on the next episode I'm going to come in and we're going to do a miracle minute where we go in and describe a miracle that either Jeremy or I have seen in the past week
1: well, another scripture right quick was Romans 12 18-19 it says if possible so far as it depends on you be at peace with all men never take your own revenge beloved but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay," says the Lord.
0: But no, that's good.
1: Yeah. So we'll leave you with that. If you have any questions, comments, let us know. Um, so next time we get together on this, we're going we're going to address some of the uh, with the topic about temptations. Oh. And I know everyone struggles with that. I don't care what, where you are in your walk with Christ, temptations are everywhere. And we are just going to touch on some of the things that what the Lord says we should do about it, where we should get away from it, or how how we should get away from it. And we hope
0: that that helps some others out there too. Yeah, and that conversation makes a lot of people nervous. It It does, but that's why we're here. That's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing real talk. That's That's what we hear about. That's right. We hear about real Jesus, (laughs) and we're going to introduce (laughs) all this into it. Absolutely. But it it gets me excited. I want to do it right now. But I know we're going to have to stop this episode and do it. But let's go ahead and go into the Miracle Minute. I'm so excited about this. Jeremy knows how excited I get about miracles. You must have thought I was going to say it at the same time, so we were in sync with that one. Right? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, I just okay. was so excited. I was going to say it louder. But here's what I've seen. And I'm telling you, this is just a, a tidbit of what I see. But I'm going to jump in. Because it ain't, it's not me. It's just God working through That's right. me. Okay. That's right. And I want you all to know this. I get to see. I ha, let me give you a little backstory. I am blessed to see miracles on a daily. Uh, it is. It's just. It's miraculous life, and and I love it. So I'm just going to fill that in each episode. I'm going to come in. I'm going to tell you. All right. I was. I'm not going to say where I work. So like I said before, mm-hmm. but I am going to tell you that I get to, a blessing to see a lot of people. All right. I got to see this guy one day or the other day. Is Thursday. And I went in and started talking to him. I seen that he had a, his wrist was wrapped up really tight. And I said, hey man, what's what's going on with your wrist? God has made me very bold. Normally when I was growing up, I was a little more shy than that, but not anymore. I've seen, I've seen too much. (laughs) So I went in and I asked this guy, I said, man, what happened to your wrist? He said, I was working out and I tore it. He's like, it's been hurting ever since. I was like, look, you mind if I pray for you? He said, no, go ahead. And when I mean pray, I mean Jesus gave us. He told us to lay hands on people, and they shall recover. And and that's the goal there. And to have belief that it's going to happen. So when I laid my hands on him, I just commanded it to be healed in the name of Jesus. And I just wait there, that it be healed, it be mended right now, that all pain leaves. And I take my hand off and I ask him. I said, "So where's your pain at, bud?" He moves his wrist around. He didn't got no pain completely healed right there in the name of jesus right before that he had pain i said take that wristband off he took it off moved it around didn't have a single bit of problem jeremy you're on the phone yeah. wasn't you yeah, yeah.
1: but when I, well, when I hear you do things like that i immediately go into prayer too because yeah. in the bible it says we're two or more yeah. uh agree you know so absolutely uh, but i mean like you said you're you're able to do that and my job at uh, it, I'm usually in, in and out of people's yards doing what I have to do. But usually before they ever see me or get up, it's not you know. It's just one of those things where I got to go in, do what I got to do, and get out. And
0: uh, but miracles are everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he's not a burglar, by the way. That's no, probably what yeah. it sounded like. No, sorry. Uh, yeah. I,
1: yeah, it's day shift. I mean, I well, <laughs> I know there's burglars that do it in the day, but those guys need prayer. But uh, it, they're everywhere. I mean. If you have kids, look at your kids. Yeah. I mean, I understand they may be screaming at you right now, crying in the middle of Walmart, but that child is a miracle. Absolutely. Uh, my marriage, for instance, you know, a little bit of backstory about me. You know, my wife and I have been married going on 13 years next year, and it ain't been the most pleasant 13 years, but we always haven't been where we needed to be. And... If you only knew where my marriage was to where it is now,
0: it's that's a miracle in itself. Now, and we're going to discuss things like that on these Absolutely. on these episodes. Absolutely, we'll have a, we'll have an episode on marriage, and we can bring yep. our wives in. Oh, well, no, wait a minute, we might get in trouble. <laughs> but anyways, we love y'all. We want you to know that, and we want you to just just know we're here for you. We love feedback. Go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and rate this and tell us what you think because feedback is very important. We love you guys. We're going to sign off and we're going to ask you just to have a blessed day. And when you feel angry, just remember, every day can be good. Every day is a choice. Choose to smile. Choose to look up towards the the heavens and choose to seek first the kingdom. We love you. We thank you. Y'all have a blessed day.